What's up guys and welcome to Blueprint Let's Go. My name is Colin and welcome to a little bit of affirmation and attraction, motivation and mindset. This is my journey and I want to welcome you guys along this journey where we're going to dive into everything that we want in life and really build the daily habits that will help us achieve those wants. As we get older, as we get wiser, it also means we quit a whole lot easier. As we get older, as we get wiser, we also get a whole lot lazier. So why is this? We always think when we get older, we're gonna do a lot more. When we get older, just by time, we're gonna get wiser. As we get older, more education, more experiences. But is that really the case? And I've used the examples of when we were a kid, I've used the examples of when we're older, and how certain situations reflect or manifest in a different perspective, even though they're the exact same situation. If you think of my previous episode, and I use the analogies of being at the airport, well, what happens when we're a kid? We absolutely love the airport. It enthralls us, it thrills us, it amazes us. But when we're adults, we absolutely hate the airport. Screaming kids, TSA lines, bag checks, things like that. So what do I mean by as we get older, we get wiser, but we quit a whole lot easier. As a kid, no matter what the situation, we always think we can accomplish it. And if we can't, we keep going, we keep going, we cut a knee, we bruise our head, we cut a finger, we bandage it back up, and then we keep going. Think about when we are a baby. If we gave up on the first try, we would probably be dead. If we gave up on the second try, we will probably be dead. Even if we gave up on the hundredth try, us as a human species would not survive. We would be dead. And why do I say that? As a baby, how many times does a baby have to try to latch on to breastfeed, to latch on to bottle feed before they finally get it, before the, the mom, the dad is finally, whew, finally, that took forever. We had to go to feeding classes. We had to talk to a doctor. We had to hold the baby upside down before they would finally latch. But if that baby gave up on the first try, well, they would die. Think about the next progression. What about walking? Does the baby walk on the first try? Or do they wobble, they fall, and they're like, ugh, they cry because they hit their head. But guess what? As soon as they stop crying, what do they do? They try to grab that table, do a squat, stand up, and figure it out. And they're likely going to try, or likely try and fail, for the next 200 times over the next month until they finally stand. And then they're walking like us when we're leaving the bar at 3 in the morning drunk walking around, stumbling around, trying to figure it out until one day they're walking like a normal person. But if they gave up on try one, if they gave up on try three million, then they would never walk. And guess where we would be? Dead as a human species. Speaking, writing, language, riding a bike. But at what point in our life does something hit a trigger and we 
stop trying. We quit on our first try. We're so embarrassed that we can never go forth with it. We're so embarrassed about failing a couple times that we just give up. And then what happens? Years later, we're like, man, I wish I just would have kept going. Let's take an example as an adult. Right now, I'm trying to buy homes. I bought a home early in my professional career. Easy. I I thought it was no big deal. But I didn't know how to invest at the time. I just thought it was a natural progression. Buy a home, work 40, 50 years, retire, and then enjoy my retirement. So I ended up selling the home. But now I'm a home investor. And I think back, man, if I still had that home back in 2009, it's 2023 now. That's 12, 13, 14 years of appreciation of rental income. If I just would have rented it out, I bought back in the housing crisis, crazy low interest rates. I had like two point something. Now the interest rates are like seven point something. My mortgage at the time, all in was like 1400 bucks. Probably I can rent that home home now out for 2,500, probably be paid off, cash flowing all that money, taking out the equity and moving on. But I didn't think about that. But now, 10 years later, I think back, man, why did I give up so easily on that home? I should have just kept it. And that's anything in life. Hit on a girl. No, I can't hit on that girl. I want to get laughed out of the bar. What is she going to think of me? Well, you're never going to see that girl again. And you're probably going to get laughed out by your buddies for the next three hours at the bar. But they'll probably never bring it up again. And if they bring it up again... It's probably going to be the best laughing joke you guys ever had. It's just going to be a great story for years to come. But when in our lifetime did we just hit that wall and we told ourselves, no, I never want to fail again. I don't want to even try because I want to get embarrassed. I don't even want to try because I don't want to fail because I don't like the feeling of failing. But as a kid, we don't even have a feeling of failing. It's almost like a competition. When we fail, we're like, shoot, I want to do this again until I uh, make it. I want to do this again until I succeed. I'm a huge sports guy. My whole life, competition, love basketball, love football. And I've learned to calm my temper when it comes to competition. I don't, I have competition with myself, but I've really cooled down my temper. But what did I do? I played basketball for like eight hours a day to get better, to get better. I got to the point where I hurt my shoulder. I couldn't even shoot my right arm anymore. So I started playing left-handed. Everything left-handed. Jump shots, layups, everything left-handed. To the point where the other guys on the team is like, why aren't you using your right arm? Are you just dicking around? I'm like, no, my arm's shot. I can't shoot with my right arm right now. But I wasn't afraid to fail. I just kept shooting, kept playing. I looked ridiculous the first couple weeks when I was trying to shoot with my left hand, but I got better at it. Last year when I ruptured my Achilles, I was so used to having two legs. Everyone, we're all used to having two legs, two arms. But the the day I ruptured my Achilles, I hobbled out, one arm on the trainer, one arm on my girlfriend, and we hopped out to my car and took me to urgent care. I could have called the ambulance. I could have been wheeled off. But those three months where I couldn't walk, I figured it out. I could have stayed hobbled up, can't walk, can't work. Ruptured my Achilles on Saturday. Went to urgent care, got it casted, went to work on Monday. Had to drive two hours, drive with my left leg. Right leg was thrown over the center console. Couldn't use my right leg. But you figure it out. I wasn't afraid of failing. 
Was I going to sit there and say, I don't have my right leg. I'm not going to do anything. If I was a kid, I wouldn't do that. And people were astonished. I would hobble into the office room, sit down, meet my clients, crutch back out. If I was at my Orange County office, I had a bigger office. I had my wheelie scooter, threw my leg on the wheelie scooter, scootered over to the client, got what I got done, and then scootered away. Because you just figure it out when you have to. But we hit this certain wall in our lives where we're like, nope, don't want to figure it out. Nope, don't want to fail. So that gets us absolutely nowhere in life. But that got me to thinking when I was at the gym, I'm like, at what point did we hit this block where we just reset our mind on how we thought? It's not grade school. It's not when we're babies. It's not even probably junior high. Maybe around junior high time, something in our head says, don't ask that girl out. Don't raise your hand because everyone's going to think you're a know-it-all. No one needs to know that your parents are picking you up because, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be too embarrassing if they, they know your parents pick you up. Well, how the hell is everyone else getting home from school? But we start putting these little doubts in our head. And we start becoming our worst enemies. And I don't know what makes that trigger. And we're all business people. We all work. We all go to those functions. And one of the common icebreaker functions is they'll just ask random questions and you, you're supposed to raise your hand, right? What's one of the common questions? Who loves to sing? Or who knows how to sing? That's actually a better question. You go to these icebreakers at work and the host asks, who can sing in the room? No one raises their hand. Everyone's too embarrassed. But if you go back to kindergarten, teachers are always asking questions. And the entire 30, 30 kids in a room shoot their hands up. So if you ask the same question, who can sing? Every single kid would raise their hand. Because in their head, the factual question is, can you sing? It's not, can you sing well? Everybody can sing. But when we get older, that question resonates in our head is, can you sing well? Not, can you physically sing? So when did our lifetime timeline, did we flip that script? And knowing that and listening to that, how do we get back to that mindset? So if we think to ourselves, I want to invent something. Rationalize it as a kid. What am I going to do? How am I going to plan it out? How am I going to execute this? And the moment you fail, and hate to be a Debbie Downer here, you're going to absolutely fail. And you're going to keep failing. If you even allow yourself to fail, you're going to fail, fail, fail. And you're going to keep going until you finally succeed. And if you don't, you're going to tell yourself, I tried my hardest. I extended myself every single avenue. And I still failed. Not because I quit. is because there's no feasible way for me to execute this. That's the only time you can quit. But then you're going to move on to that next project. You're going to move on to that next dream. You're going to move on to whatever makes you happy, whether it's financial, whether it's buying a home, whether it's going on vacation. You're going to execute that plan until you absolutely fail. 
I always talk about business, but even think about it from a simplistic standpoint. And I apologize, apologize for all the noise. I'm in the car again because I never want to let these ideas go by. Think about your next vacation. I can't go to Colombia because it's too expensive. I can't take time away from work. My boss is never going to let me. I have two kids. I can't step away from them. Okay, you just gave yourself all the don'ts. But if you were a kid and all you wanted to do was take your bike around the block, how would you do it? But if you thought yourself as an adult, oh, there's no way mom and dad will let me ride around the block. I don't know what's around the block. It could be danger. Well, eventually I'm going to have to get that red light, will I? How do I cross that light? Those things don't even cross on our head. We're like, shoot, we just need to get away from our parents, jump on this bike and go. I'll figure it out as I go. So keep that mindset. I want to get to Columbia. How am I going to do it? I can't afford it now. Well, how do you know how much it, it actually costs? Put that plan in motion. It's going to cost me $1,000 for a plane ticket. It's going to cost me $1,000 for a weekend hotel. And it's going to cost me $1,000 in food. Now you actually have a cost that you can work towards. How am I going to make $3,000? Have that internal conversation with yourself. If I was speaking to you, I'd be like, well, how do you even know it costs $1,000 to have a hotel? How much do the normal person make in Columbia? I doubt they're making $1,000 a week. So how are they surviving? Oh, maybe you don't need that four-star hotel. Maybe you can do a bed share. Maybe you can do an Airbnb. Maybe you can do a hostel. You're telling yourself you can't make it to Columbia because you want to live that five-star glamorous life. But you didn't even reason out what's an alternative to get you there. But as a kid, you'd be like, okay, let me get on that bike. Let me pedal down to Mexico. I'll figure it out from there. Maybe I'll stow in someone's luggage and I'll get to Mexico. I'll get to Columbia somehow. As a kid, we'll always reason it out because we don't give up. Giving up isn't even in our mind. We just figure it out. Go, 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 and figure it out as we go. But as an adult, we're just going to shoot ourselves down. Don't want to fail. Don't even want to think about it. So as an adult, we get older, we get wiser, and we give up a whole lot easier. Blueprint, let's go.